Welcome to episode 337 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I am Ollie Spake and I am joining from Dalrawal country. And I am Melissa Ellis and I am coming to you from Wurundjeri country. Somewhere I recognise, having been in the neighbourhood a little recently. You were on Wurundjeri country, weren't you? That's right. Because our, our fine city is on Wurundjeri country. Thank you for having me too. Yes. In your fine city, uh, you and all of the other Melbournians, yes. Ah, see, no, you've done it wrong again. <laughs> Let's practice, Ollie. Melbourne. Melbourne. Melbournean. Melbournean. <laughs> You're still sticking a little O in there somewhere. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yes. But we'll come to that in a minute. I wanted to say 337 episodes. We're chugging along, but Ollie, you know mm. what we never do? We never we never explain the podcast to people when we introduce it, you know, us being an unofficial podcast for Park Run. That's quite right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So needless to say, I wasn't down there on on official Park Run budget. Or official parkrun business. Uh, there's nothing official parkrun about us, and and certainly uh, not really a budget per se either. Um, yeah, it's really just for the enjoyment of parkrun that we do this, isn't it, Mel? Like everyone else, it could be described as an extended hobby. <laughs> yes, that's right. But definitely don't want people to think that we speak on behalf of parkrun. We try to report any parkrun-related news, and we try to promote what we believe to be parkrun's ideals, I guess you could say, Ollie, um, and spread um, education on certain aspects to do with volunteering or uh, attendance at certain events. But, uh, yeah, we are just two people doing this in our own time. So welcome. If you're new to listening, welcome to Ollie and Mel sitting here just uh, having a yarn about Parkrun for about an hour. For us, it's our Monday nights. And uh, thanks to Mel's editing uh, a, a little bit more of your week, Mel. And Tuesday night and Wednesday yeah. night. <laughs> That's right. But Saturday it, but afternoon, it's, Sunday. <laughs> it's made possible through a lot of help and, and contributions too, not least those that correct us on our pronunciation, which is one of my favourite things, um, because that's how we learn. And Parkrun being a global community movement means there are global terminologies uh, that uh, we are faced with uh, from time to time, new words, uh, new pronunciations, and um, it's a lot of enjoyment to learn about that along the way. So always appreciate the offerings of you know, our parkrun community, our adventurer community, and, of course, the contributions of you know, the many of you that get out there and share with us your experience, uh, whether it's through a roving report, a Daz's post, an email, or, or anything else. So, uh, yeah, if you are new, as, as you say, Mel, if you are new, uh, we always encourage you to, uh, to reach out and, um, yeah, share with us your experience. Yes, engage. We love engagement. We love hearing from our five listeners all the time. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll get a sixth. <laughs> but, okay, let's go. Let's rewind back to you being in Melbourne on yes. Wurundjeri country. So you had a good time while you were here, I hope. Look, as holidays with kids go, <laughs> 
It was peaceful. It was relaxing. Um, no, it was an absolute ball to, to visit Melbourne um, and uh, also to get the opportunity to go down to Phillip Island as well, which is, uh, what's that, um, Bunurong country? Um, oh, that sounds good. And you say that much better than you say Melbourne. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so perhaps stick to Wurundjeri. <laughs> yes. So we did have all sorts of plans floating around, but this was a birthday present to Zali, my 10-year-old, um, who is absolutely besotted with anything Harry Potter related to go and watch Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. So naturally we, we made a, a three-night trip out of it squeezed in the drive down to Phillip Island, the visit to the Penguins, and while Kathy took Zali to the show, I took Ava to the zoo, and, yeah, we did a whole lot of other things as well. But, um, yeah, absolutely a highlight. Mel was, uh, whilst the others were laying in bed, the chance to come out and do a park run with you. I know. That was a nice treat that we got to run together, and thank you for running with me and to uh, Helping me get another number two. So this was my third Victorian event. I'm, I'm a little behind you on the Victorian events list. Just a bit. <laughs> yeah, a fair way. But, yeah, my first trail park run in Victoria. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, for me, as I say, it was an absolute highlight to to spend the park run in your company and, and in the company of a few others um, before, during and after the event. But uh, first things first, it kind of took me back to what park run means to me, has always and hopefully always will, which is it's the weekly reset and you know, the chance to do that in just such a peaceful um, a really enjoyable location with good company at a pace that, that you know, was a challenge um but yeah also you know very very pleasant and it just felt fresh so it was a nice way to to start the weekend did we say the name of the park run no <laughs> <laughs> no so we were at woodlands historic park park run there we absolutely were and we were there with bill lodwick errol Poole, scott trickett jeff whiffen martine barrett and andrew johnston fellow adventurers and I did speak to everybody except Bill. Bill, you have to come up and say hello if you're at a park run and you see us. Maybe Bill didn't see us. Maybe not. Maybe not. No. Maybe he was out in front. Potentially, yes. Mm. Yeah, I think I did see in the results Bill was certainly up the uh, yeah, up the finishers table quite a bit. But, uh, Mel, yeah, a highlight. We, we thought we'd have two hosts of the Park Run Adventurers there, but Three. Yes. Three turned up. Surprised to catch up with Scotty. That was nice. He is looking good and doing well. He might even yes. listen if we mention his name enough times. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Quite possibly so. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, how did that event rate for you, Mel, compared to your many, many other Victorian events? Oh, I, I, I can't compare my children, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have been to Woodlands Historic Park years ago in um, in a different type of an event. I used to do a mm. bit of Rogaining years ago. And what makes me think of that is that Andrew Johnston also does uh, does some Rogaining. So I think I might have headed out when I used to live in the southeast to this very park and wandered around wandered around the grounds looking for 
whatever it is you look for when you're doing Rogaining, little, little. Um, oh, I was going to ask, oh, what is Rogaining? What is Rogaining? <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't had time to prepare that. I'll come back to no, you next no, week. With no, the, no. <laughs> with the That's fine. It, That's you fine. can run or you can walk. And when you do it in an urban environment, so streets, you're running around streets with a map that doesn't have street names, navigating your way to find certain points at what point there's like a little hole punch where you hole punch your card <sighs> to prove that you were there and then you run on to the next one and the person that comes back to the finish by a certain point in time with the most hole punches gets the highest score. Okay. How's that? Yeah, that's excellent, yes. And row gaining is a version of that, only you don't do it in an urban environment. You do it in a park mm, mm, and you mm. have to use natural features to navigate your way around. Oh, Andrew, I hope I did that justice. No, well, there's my introductory you know, explanation. I'll have to do a bit more research myself and, and find out a bit more. But uh, thank you for sharing. And look, yeah, I guess we could talk about the course and the event, Mel, but you actually managed to catch up, um, which we'll hear a little later on in the roving reports this week with our event director and run director on the day. So should I save the information for then? Yes, let's listen mm. to Jorge later and uh, we can get everything from the horse's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, but um, it's rare for me these days to have two consecutive weeks of park runs away from home and, and uh, remiss of me not to have wished M from Shell Harbour a happy birthday last week, which was on Sunday just past. So I did miss all the celebrations back home at Shell Harbour and look forward to getting back there soon. Well done on getting a Shell Harbour mention in. <laughs> That's right. And I hope you had a happy birthday, Em. And happy birthday to Em. Yeah. But, Mel, I think that's probably a tidy little segue to our news and discussion of this week because there has been another Australian record broken, uh, not in the parkrun distance but the 1,500 metres, the female 1,500 metres by none other than Shell Harbour parkrunner Jess Hull. <laughs> I need another sound effect for every time you mention Shell Harbour because I, I miss not using my fine sound effect. <laughs> I'll have to find a substitute. But, yes, anyway, Ollie, we did get notified by a friend of the pod, uh, Michael Gentle, about this record that Jess uh, broke mm, over the mm. weekend. I'm not sure what day it was. But in any case, yes, she ran 1,500 metres in 3 minutes 57.29, which was mm -hmm. an Australian record by 1.52 seconds. It was an Oceania record, mm -hmm. her ninth Australian record, her third occasion when she has broken the record. Yep. She is number four in the world in 2023, number five Commonwealth all-time. Yep, yep. The time would have placed her on the podium in all but two Olympics in history and won six of the last seven Olympic 1500s. The time would have won 16 out of the 18 1500-metre world championships in history and is the largest improvement in the record since 1996. Which is quite huge. And those stats, um, yeah, thank you to our friend of the pod, Michael, and uh, the stats courtesy of David Tarbotton. But what an impressive set of stats. And um, might I add to that uh, three Shell Harbour Parkrun PBs um, <laughs> and uh, former course record holder. 
uh, of her 11 park runs in total at Shell Harbour. Excellent. Last joined us in 2016, but uh, yeah, clearly she's had other things to focus on. So uh, congratulations, Jess. Yes, she's in form. She might come back to Australia and have a crack at the parkrun record. You never know. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? Mm. But in other uh, news this week, Mel, it's Global Running Day. So Global Running Day will occur between, well, between when we're recording this podcast and Park Run Day. So I'm expecting it's in the past for everyone listening at the moment, but um, Global Running Day began in the US in 2009 as National Running Day and is a day that celebrates the sport of running. It is held annually on the first Wednesday of June. Participants of all ages and abilities pledge to take part in some type of running activity by submitting their names through the Global Running Day website. Global Running Day 2023 will take place on Wednesday, June 7. There is a Garmin badge to achieve for those who enjoy collecting those by recording a running activity on your Garmin watch. And Parkrun partner Brooks are hosting a virtual five-kilometre challenge on Strava to motivate you to connect with like-minded individuals to inspire, motivate, and celebrate the power of running. That's exciting. I am a Garmin badge collector, Ollie. I find that quite motivating. Mm. Mm. So I'll be um, finding a way to record a short running activity on Wednesday to get my badge. What about yourself? I, well, firstly, I've been very lazy, um, <laughs> but I hope to drag myself out on Wednesday. I have, however, stopped running with a Garmin. <gasps> I've recently got a smart watch that connects directly with Strava, and I'm a bit torn because that works and I can listen to music on it, but it means no more Garmin. Oh. So life's just up in the air, to be honest. <laughs> I, it, it does feel a bit radically different so um yeah maybe for global running day i'll just have to pull out the garment and use that well maybe you don't have to worry because if it goes to strava you'll still yeah true true you can do the virtual challenge so yes provided i do 5ks oh yeah that's true mm, mm. i'm pretty sure you would you would do a 5k as a minimum wouldn't you uh, i'd try to i'd try to what about you mel oh my minimum will be two <laughs> <laughs> just since the start of the year i've been trying to get a minimum of ten thousand steps a day and a minimum mm. of a 2k activity just my own little uh streak that i've been challenging myself to yeah well we might chuckle but that's pretty impressive and it's not something that i have consistently achieved at all so um yeah i think yeah keep it up mel that's obviously a nice regime to have and um yeah i hope one day to emulate that thanks yeah so look that's i think that's largely it in terms of our updates i'd say so yes now it's probably a good time to throw to our roving reports and have a listen to oh sort of around the grounds around the countries Morning adventurers, I'm out here at Woodlands Historic Park, Parkland. I'm with the event director, uh, Jorge. Good morning, Jorge, how are you? Good, awesome. <laughs> now, it was event two today, how did it go? I went quite well, so I was so happy to new faces, so we got a good turnout, so it was beautiful, so even despite the rain, so the weather, so I'm so happy that 
I said I saw many people today. So how many did we have here today? Today we got 110 people. So, okay. So that's good. So you know, even when you know the weather is not perfect, but as I always said, skin is waterproof. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. So would you like to give a course description for us? Yeah. So our course is really a 5K loop. It's a more like a trail track, trail run. So it's really, uh, you know, just. Uh, it's quite picturesque, so you know you're surrounded by kangaroos, by bee trees, by you are really exposed to the nature. So, the, so I think this is more so the the course. So. Excellent. And, and it's not it's not a flat course, <laughs> 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 but it is a challenge at the end of it. Yeah, it's not it's not too steep. It it uh, it does have some undulations. It has. I would call uh, exactly. I would call some undulation. I think for me. When you have those kind of indolations, it gives you a, an extra, so an extra sport, you know, when you're really, so I know that people have respect, so when, you know, do flat course, but sometimes when you have that small challenge on yep. the road, it's good to give you a different sense of the, the run, so. Yeah, good for the trail runners yeah, who don't trail. like running on the bitumen, isn't ah, it? Ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're quite close to the airport, we've mentioned. Yes, we're close to next to the export, so you can see the runway is next to us, so you can hear the airplanes. So, yeah, I think we're in a good location, so we're close to the airport. We really locate to Living Legends, which is, uh, I would say, a historic place. So, I think, yes. And I believe Living Legends is, uh, well, this area that we're in, they've got ex-Melbourne Cup horse, horses. They have, exactly, yeah. they do. So they keep the ex, I think, the winners, actually. Yeah. They, they keep the winners' horses. So, yes, and they have been quite supportive as well. So they are happy to build up this new community. So to build this new event really for the community. So mm. for that, so. And there's a lovely homestead here. And Absolutely. we've just had our brunch um, or our breakfast here yeah. afterwards. You said they are opening especially now for your Yes, yeah, they're opening especially for now. So normally they open at 10 o'clock, but because they are really supportive with us, uh, with Barbary Park Victoria as well. So they're opening now at 7.30 on Saturdays. Okay. Now, you've got a bit of a history with Parkrun, I know, because you were also the founding event director over at Brimbank. Is that yes, correct? That is correct. Yes, I was uh, the event director for Brimbank for six years. Six years. So, really, I love it. So, I, I still love Brimbank. So, it was my baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, uh, I had a good time. So, I think, really, I would say that my Parkrun journey started there. So, as an event director. And then, well... I found this beautiful place and I was approached for some people and they say why not to open something new for a different community something different you know to give another option to the communities I'm now here <laughs> back to the parkrun family did you parkrun before Brimbank? yes I do uh, my my first parkrun was Bangkok oh yeah so yeah well because I live over there and then one of my friends would launch Bangkok parkrun invite me and then I start getting involved with Parron. After that, I moved to the side of the city. And then a friend of mine reached me in that way to open a ring bank. That's why I had that opportunity. So, but yes, that's that my part of my street. But I have been in other Parrons around, you know, Victoria. So, so you're a bit of a tourist? How many different? No, not really, not really. No? Because, so, but I have, I mean, I have been in other. So just because, you know, I was there okay. then occasionally oh, so there is a park there so like so when you're on like, holidays you would yeah, do like a park uh, I was in um, 
I remember Shepparton. I have been one in. Uh, what is the other one? The Lone. Oh yep. So, Lone Beach. Um, the Lone Beach Cobra. Oh yes. Cobra like a small like a trail as well. Yes. It's a beautiful trail. So yes. I don't know where else, but yes. <laughs> very good. Well, thank you very much for talking to me today. We wish you all the very best with uh, Woodlands Historic Park Park I Run. It's quite long, <laughs> but it gives you a... <laughs> it's quite it's interesting, you know, because I used to say Brim Bang Park Run, and then it's like Woodlands Park Historic Park Park Run. <laughs> you weren't tempted for it to be Living Legends Park Run? No, we thought about that, but really because Living Legends is inside of it. Woodlands Historic Park. So Living is part of the historic, the, the, the sorry, the Woodlands Historic Park. So that is why we said no. We need to keep the Woodlands Historic Park Park And plus, also, we didn't know that well, there was already a Woodlands Park Run. Oh. That is in South Africa. Okay. So we at the start we were just thought to name it uh, like a Woodlands Park Run. Yep. But then we saw oh, no, there is already a Woodlands. Oh. So, and I said okay. And then I did a little bit of search, you know. I say, and when you really look the word Woodlands Historic Park, there is a lot of history behind all that. So mm. this is one of the new, uh, the first houses in Victoria and Melbourne. I would say Melbourne, so okay. from like 1860. So, yep. so that is why I say, oh yes, I think that we need to keep the name. Yep. So because it has, uh, you know, a background. Significance. Significance, exactly. Yeah. It has history. And I say, you know, that is good, so. Thank you very much, Jorge. No, thank you very much and really appreciate All the that best. you came here and thank you very much. <laughs> I hope everything G'day Parkrun Adventurers, it's PK checking in for another roving report from another park run here in Adelaide. It's one I've done before, um, I've talked about it, I think actually someone else has talked about it recently as well. This is Oakland's Reserve Park Run, Oakland's Estate Reserve Park Run. Uh, even though I've talked about it before, the reason I wanted to jump in here today was to chat to the run director because they have a very interesting role. They're, they're a co-run director today. And uh, you'll hear why in but a moment. So I just checked. Uh, when I arrived, I went, oh, yes, I'm going to chat with that man. Anyway, uh, let's get on with the run. It's beautiful out here. Oakland's Estate Reserve Park Run is near Marion, or probably in Marion, I should say, uh, not far out of uh, Adelaide. Beautiful park run out around a park land. Really simple, easy, flat. Loved it. Helped a mate, uh, you know, get, get along here today that uh, hadn't done it before. So God love that. Let's go and have a park run and then have a chat with the awesome RD here today. Right now, I am with Emma, who is the uh, joint RD today, along with uh, Rolf. How are you going, Rolf? Good, thank you. Great to see you and great to see you, Emma. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Awesome. I'm super impressed, Rolf. I think this is the very first time that I've ever been at a park run where the RD is visually impaired and doing a magnificent job with your VI guide as the joint RD. This is magnificent. How, um, congratulations. Well, thank you very much. It's, it's a role I've, I've enjoyed doing a few times, but yeah. Well done. What do you like about the role for a first? Yeah. Um, I like it because it sort of um, invites people to, to do the part run, lets them know what they need to do or who sponsors. I just like to be able to try and invigorate some joy in their running so fantastic yeah. love it um, how long have you been park running uh, just over two years awesome and this is your home park run then it is now my home park run mm. I still technically 
it's still technically Christie's speech. I should oh, change nice. it. But <laughs> Doesn't I haven't matter. done that yet. You mix it up. <laughs> the closest I love it. Lose, I love yeah. it. That's fantastic. And how long have you been volunteering? And and so and was it something that you just wanted to do, or how did you go about it? I suppose. Did you at first feel apprehensive that you may not be able to do it, or they may not, you know, accept? But as we know, it's totally inclusive. So, but I'd like to know your version of it. Yeah. Uh, my first first volunteer roles were were tail walking. Yep. But it's what I could enjoy, and yep. I have enjoyed. It. I still like to do it. Um, but yeah, run directing. I fell into it by accident last last year. Something I wanted to do. Yeah. But to someone suggested I, I take a role because I had a full outside part run, but um, and broke my wrist on the right oh, arm. Gosh. <laughs> so oh, gosh. I felt uncomfortable doing some running. So someone suggested let's do some let's do use an RD at that Christie speech. Yeah, fantastic. And I took it on from there. Great. So. Oh, congratulations. I love it. And Emma, um, thank you for being a VI guide as well. <clears throat> that's a super important role that's now becoming even, you know, more regular. Right, you see it. Um, do you, so you have a VI guide every week? We do. Every week, Rolf is here. We yeah. have somebody who does it. And awesome. Rolf yeah. is a run walker. Yep. He's a pretty quick run walker, about awesome. 37 minutes. Oh, so wow. we have a little yeah. rope. Yeah. Um, and we just have to say, you know, when we're turning a corner, where there's something on the ground, um, if it's slippy, that kind of <laughs> thing and then we just have a chat the I other love time it. Yep. super yeah. important yep. and great for other people and people listening out there to the podcast you know that if you want to be a VI guide it, um, it must be a very rewarding role no it's doubt. good yeah. yeah it's good yeah. You, you get yeah you get to meet all sorts of different people you can train people as well because yeah. if somebody comes up this week and says I want to do it next week they lap you right um, so you train them and then they're ready to go the next week fantastic um, we've got one lady here who helps who um, is a qualified person because her partner and child are visually wow. impaired so she knows the rules Amazing. better than we do mm. there's yeah, certain phrases we have to use aren't there Rolf but, there are. but um, yeah, I try and encourage and let know how they're going throughout the first time when we do the course or yeah, yeah. So we get our pee plates <laughs> we get, we get <laughs> well, I, well you certainly don't need the pee plates anymore today and no. thank you so much for everything you do I'll let you keep doing what you're, you're doing you don't want some like yapping away to you when you're meant to be doing being RD so <laughs> thank you so much Rolf yeah. for everything that you do for Park Run. You. Yeah. yeah you too Rolf and thank you so much you're Emma welcome. Nice to meet really you. appreciate yeah. it thanks guys there you go that's um, magnificent uh, to see here and great that as we know you know Park Run is totally inclusive and that's just another fantastic example of that so if you are visually impaired and uh, want to do parkrun you can and you can do it clearly if you've never thought about it before and this is the first time you're hearing about it um, or maybe you want to step it up and be a volunteer be a run director be a visually impaired run director how fantastic is that this is PK signing off from another awesome parkrun keep being legends see ya Howdy Parkrunners, Tok from Inverloch reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. This week we've ventured to Ziegerwies Parkrun in Germany in the town of Halle. Ziegerwies in German translates into brick meadows. The site was a former brick kiln and brickworks. Transitioned back into a park in 1911 and the northern end of the park actually get was getting flooded for a long time to make an ice skating rink over winter so it obviously gets pretty cold here we're in glorious sunshine blue skies we're all in t-shirts and uh, we're in for a cracking park run talk to you later howdy park runners we're at the um 
the finish of the park run. We're standing beside an absolutely gorgeous lake. There were some white swans before. We've got ducks everywhere. And I'm with Anne. Anne, you're one of the event team today. You gave us a briefing. Uh, very good. I didn't get lost. The two in front of me did, which was great. I went from fourth to second in uh, a very short time frame. But it's a really well-marked course. How would you like to give us a bit of a description of your course? Um, hello, everybody. Yes, we are here in Halle, um, an der Saale it's called, because we have the nice river here, Saale. And in between two arms of the river, we have um, our Peisnitzinsel. And that's a really nice park, I think. And we are going all around the course, between trees, along the river um, and the pond. You, we talked about with the swans and uh, ducks and also. It's a really amazing course. I, I think I stopped and took about 20 photos on your course. You go from around the pond, as you said, where you've got ducks and swans. You run along the river. There's a bit of a lock at one end. There's bridges. You run through a little bit of forest at one point that's really beautiful and green, very lush. Um, how long has Park Run been going in the town? The town... Park run today, it was the 112th park run in Halle. Okay, beautiful. And uh, numbers are up a little bit with tourists today. I think we had uh, four or five Australians, a couple of Scottish and a few UK. Yes, I guess we, are around, we were around, I guess, eight, nine uh, international visitors and yep. participants. Yes, that's and right. what we end up with, about 20 finishes today, roughly? Yeah. Ex yeah. Something about that, yes. Yeah. So I assume being one of the Z Park runs, you get yes. a lot of tourists for exactly that reason? Yes, that's right. Last week we had Australians too, and two weeks ago there were one woman, Liz, from Wales. Maybe she's <laughs> listening to your podcast too. Okay. Well, look, thanks for having us along. It's an absolutely gorgeous day. It's blue sunshine. It's absolutely stunning, and this park is beautiful. Congratulations on the park run. Thank you very much. Howdy Park Runners, Talk from Inverloch and we're reporting in from Copenhagen today on a special day. It's a Monday, yep, we've got another bonus park run on our European Grand Tour and I'm here with two of the locals. One of them has the distinction of being the first to get 500 volunteers outside of the UK and Ireland and when you think that we don't have juniors over here, that is an amazing, amazing achievement. Henrik, thank you very much for your contribution to Parkrun. Thank you very much. And I'd like you to pronounce the name of the local Parkrun because I know if I try with my Aussie accent, I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> the name here is Amarfeld Parkrun. That's that is why we say in Danish. Beautiful. And have you got an English translate? I think the, the it translates into something field. I think. Well, that is a common. So it's Amar Amar Common Parkrun. It's a common. Excellent. And you are today's RD today? Yep. Um, give us a little bit of, oh, sorry, first name, Antilla? Is that Antilla, right? yeah. Give us a little bit of a description of the course. It's a two-lapper on uh, gravel parts around the park. Uh, very easy, straightforward course in a, in a beautiful part of Copenhagen. And, and generally, it's a special day today. You're yep. absolutely swamped with tourists from UK, from indeed, Ireland, indeed from we, Australia, from everywhere. Give us some thoughts on your regular numbers and what happened today. So uh, regularly we get about 60 to 80 people on a Saturday. Sometimes we're close on 100. Uh, today we had 402, which is our new... <laughs> 
participant record. Smashy is the previous one from New Year's Day 2020. Uh, but, you know, there are economies to scale in this thing. It doesn't really matter whether you have 50 people or 500 people. You make the funnel a bit longer and uh, take a lot of cute humor. And, uh, you know, it's wonderful to have all these visitors. It really gives a buzz to the local team to have all these exciting people visiting us. It really actually flowed really well today. Like the finish line, it just flowed through. Everyone knew what they were on about anyway, so it worked really well. Your start line, when we lined up along the track, and I tried to get a photo back on the start line looking back, and there's just this sea of faces for as far as I could see. Yeah, it's a 10-foot wide path, uh, so you know, you can imagine uh, it gets a bit busy when you're trying to line up 400 people there. We did today for the first time, we tried to get people seated in order there because uh, we had 200 runners on Saturday and it got a bit busy at the start line, so it was even busier today. But apparently, no incidents, everyone's happy, so it's a brilliant, brilliant day. Okay, look. Thanks for your time. Thanks for running the park run and hosting the extra day. We really appreciate it coming from Australia and everything. Um, and thanks for all that you both do for park run. Amazing place, amazing achievement. Well done. And you, you enjoy your travels. Thank you. And thank you very much to our roving reporters. Um, thank you, PK. Thank you, Tok. Well, thank you, Mel, too. Oh, you're welcome. Tok's been busy over there in Europe, Germany and Denmark this week. Gosh. Yes, certainly making the most of things there. And, uh, yeah, it's good to hear what's going on, as you say, uh, around all the countries, uh, including our own, yeah, with, with some of the great um, volunteers out there as well. But, uh, Mel, is it time to catch up on Dazzers? Yes, I have written a bit of a recap, so buckle yourself in, Ollie. Okay, yep. <laughs> Saturday was World Bicycle Day and many adventurers shared how they addressed the occasion. Linda Coombs was enjoying a knotty in Birdsville with a group of onesie-clad friends from Warwick. We all secretly hoped she'd bump into the office lady and Luke who were also knottying around the outback town. David Bravos continued along the Merry Creek Trail with Lucy, enjoying a different set of wheels at Coburg Park Run. Claire Corkle was ticking off challenges at Blue Gum Hills and Sherry Martin got a PP at Minipi. Fronding it up at Yass were Billow and Roberta Winters, while Erica Leota did the same at Glenoma and the Quizmaster attended a special event at Fodder Forest. While Chris Fraser used buses and trains to regain his statesmanship at Ars, Sherry Brantman went with Plan B at Wentworth Common. Chloe Bravos was child-free for Pace a Week at Shelley and Martine Barrett joined Andrew Johnson for a spot of aeroplane watching at Woodlands Historic Park. Beck Bailey took her four-legged friend to Sandon Point. Carmel Roll wore the maroon at West Beach and Patricia Smith nabbed a Wilson at Scribbly Gums Conservation. Ingrid took a friend to a pretty park run at Mossman. Caveman Cam mused over his lead bike mishaps and Karen Campbell nabbed a PB at Central Lakes. Lyndall led the frond at Fodder Forest. Joe McLean hired an e-bike after Broad Beach Waters and Anne Fry was back on track at Packapacanthe. Holly Pleasance enjoyed a welcome to winter week at Warwick. Cherie Cottle zoomed around Newey and Felicity Castellan was enjoying celebrations at Inverloch. Over in New Zealand, Alison was working on her P-Index while Axel volunteered at Turanga. Tanya joined a friend to Barkrun at Pegasus and Brett sends his best wishes to Haven at the Special Olympics. 
Further afield, Tok found a cycling park runner at Ziegelweiss. Dawn dodged bikes at Faled Parken. Johan spotted eco-friendly transport while at Mapetla. Monty Slade Park walked a bicycle track at Arborberg. Darren Pede pocketed his <laughs> gosh, <laughs> I'm struggling. Darren Pede pocketed his third Z at Jelona Yar. Renata Koch spotted fellow adventurers Christine and Dawn at Faled Parken. Natalie Soper enjoyed the sunshine at Richmond Olympic, and Callum Burrell spiraled around a cyclocross track at Summerdale Pavilion. Our weekly volunteers were Richard at San Remo, Fiona Hinchcliffe at Warrington Lakes, Jodie Maisie at Callumbean, Heather Patzel at Mount Gambier, Chris Ruse at Kharki, Happy V100, Sue Keen at Sandon Point, Catherine Perotta at Penrith Lakes, Ian Knox at St Peter's, Benedict Bennett and Georgina Devine at Stockton, Claire Winyzik at Townmore and Helen Rutter at Dolby Forest. And we will end this broadcast with Steve Spike, who said... Long time no speak, everyone. I love a day named after me. Today, I ventured to a Victorian park run with a bloody large wall. Luckily, I didn't have to climb it. That said, this location definitely had some elevation. Thankfully, I had the sanctuary of some pumped up tyres. I'll leave you all to ponder that. Oh, what do you think about my roundup, Ollie? That's uh, that's an impressive job. Thank you, Mel, and thank you everyone for joining us at Dazz's. I'm just obviously showing my lack of um, lack of awareness of Victorian parkrun events because I don't know where Steve was, but uh, well, sorry, Steve's bike was. I do. <laughs> and Tok does. I saw Tok figured it out. Ah. Okay. But, yes, our adventurers were very busy and I enjoyed putting that together, so I might continue that. That was fun. Yeah, no, impressive. And, hey, well done with the pronunciation, I believe. We will um, we'll <laughs> we'll have to see. So. Yet to be decided. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, but something else that was impressive, Ollie. Oh, impressive might be an understatement. We did mention it in uh, yeah in passing uh, at the back end of last week's podcast, but uh, it's now happened. She's done it. Congratulations to our very own office lady on a stunning effort out at Birdsville in the um, the Simpson Desert Ultra, the fifty k's. Yes, well done, Sam Schroeder. You did it! Hooray! We're very proud of you, and we hope you are resting up and that Luke is. Uh running around after you and you're getting all the things. It was, um, I, I think, just to see some of the – I'm lost for words. Um, <laughs> to, to see some of the images, you know, what the, what the ground looked like, what the, obviously the landscape looks like. I really want to see it one day, but uh, I don't want to do it. Um, so thank you, Sam, for doing it on our behalf. One of the descriptions that I keep seeing thrown around, Ollie, is brutal. Mm. That it looked. Yeah. So definitely a challenge. One, uh, if you are looking for um, an event that's a bit out there and a test of your, test of your, what, Ollie, test of your, well, not abilities because, you know, we, we can train for such things, but test of your um, well, yeah, determination. Endurance. Yes, that's right. Wonderful to see. Um, so proud of Sam's effort. But the, uh, look, the achievements keep coming. Mel, we've heard of another impressive achievement, uh, and I think it was mentioned very briefly there in the DASA's recap. It was one of our very own roving reporters, Lyndall the Legendary, had a bit of a milestone herself this weekend. So she was exchanging microphones with the Quizmaster who met her out there at Fodder Forest. So we're going to throw now 
to a little bit of audio uh, that comes to us from the morning. So let's have a listen to that. G'day Parkland Adventurers, it's Lyndall here and today I am checking in from the lands of the Kwandamooka people. I'm at Fodder Forest Park Run and there's been a bit of a milestone here. So I'm going to um, try and interview Lyndall. Lyndall's here and actually no, look, happily our quiz master Simon is also here so I'm going to pass it over to him. Um, he's got some news for you. How are you Simon? Doing well, Lyndall. So the reason that Lyndall's here is that she has reached a massive milestone. What is it, Lyndall? Um, today is my 100th different event, so Yay! I have joined the Cowl Club today. Amazing. It was good to have you here at Fodder Forest. I noticed that it was one of the very few that you have in southeast Queensland. So your next one, I guess, is Ballina. Is that your Nendi? I actually don't know. <laughs> I reckon it's going to be Ballina. It might be Kingscliff. I oh, sorry, Kingscliff. Yes, yeah, sorry, you're right. It so is. So that is probably my Nendi. And yes, doing today will probably, I think, mean I've done all of them in Brisbane and the, you know, surrounding council areas again. I've been saving this one up, Simon. Amazing. No, it's good to have you here. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you the question that you ask a lot of people. What's your top three apart from your home event? Yeah, good question. Good question. I was hoping you wouldn't ask me this. I'm just going to randomly pick a few. So probably an event that I always look back as being one of the best parkrun experiences I've ever had was at Milano Nord in Italy. I wasn't intending to go there until I did a quick Google map when we were over in the French Alps and realised it was only a three-hour drive. Only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I booked myself a hotel, drove over to Milano Nord, and it was such an amazing party atmosphere. Yeah. There was a massive big group there from Ireland. Um, the uh, Monza was on, so there was always people there. It was it, They set an attendance event record yep. for Italy... And it just made it more special because it wasn't something that I'd planned. It was a bit yeah. of a spontaneous kind of decision to go. And it was just wonderful. Beer, Prosecco, cookies at the end. Oh, nice. Um, they have their post-park run get-together in a gelato store. Oh. There was just so much to love about it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, that's amazing. So Milano Nord. Um, one local event that I always give a bit of a shout-out to is Baron Bar Park Run on mm -hmm. the south side. Yep. Again, it was just a really surprising, lovely little lap around a lake in just in a hidden in a the middle of yep. a suburb you know quite a industrial quite well well built up suburb there's this little oasis yeah. at Berenbar. i always love that one i agree with that one that's yeah it is a yeah, hidden gem yeah it really is yeah um and then hmm this is a good question i don't know um i always think kiwana is the best view in park one in okay. australia yeah um, I love Nambour for Fluffy and I love the trails. Mm -hmm. um, I really enjoyed Mount Gambia. Um, oh, I don't know. I can't put... Th anyway, there's, there's five. <laughs> so I don't know what to... I don't know which one to put in as my other top three, so... Okay. Now, I think we're getting interference from this tower, but I'm going to ask you anyway, what's your bottom three? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they would be... Um, and then the next one would be... Yeah, and I just, you know, I don't rate. Oh, I'm so glad we got that. Well, it was really good to have you here. It looks like they've actually packed up and all your friends seem to have disappeared. Yeah. So I'm going to let you get to the cafe. But Thank yeah, it was you. good to meet you as well, fellow so Quizmaster. Good to meet you, yes. Yeah. 
I can't believe it. I feel like I know you, but yes, we've Indeed. never met in person exactly. before. So wonderful to actually meet you, Simon. Yeah, great. Thanks, Lyndall. Thank you once again to the Quizmaster and congratulations once again to Lyndall the Legendary. 100 events, and that's a cow, 100 different events. But um, what I meant to say, Mel, over 246 park runs. So um, way to go, Lyndall. That's um, something I aspire to do one day. How close are you to a cow? Uh, I'm not quite halfway there. Okay. So um, in doing so, yeah, she's she's knocked over seven different countries there, being a bit of a traveller, our Lyndall, and all of the Australian states. I did notice she was wearing the world tourist buff. Hmm. Mm. So, uh, yeah, certainly covered some ground, Mel. Excellent. But... I'm curious to hear who else has covered some ground this week across the Adventurers Club. Oh, good segue. <laughs> okay, well, this actually wasn't posted this week. I must add a caveat. This wasn't posted on Sunday. And apologies for that, but basically I uh, didn't have the time. So I might take this opportunity to say anybody that might have an interest in helping us out. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, the Sunday Consolidated Club Report post, get in touch because, yeah, sometimes it's a little bit, uh, it is a lot of work to put all these things together and I just didn't get it done this week. However, Mm. the Adventurers Consolidated Club Report for Saturday the 3rd of June 2023 of a total of 433 members, 338 took part on this date at 177 locations. In the UK, there were adventurers at 26 events. (coughs) South Africa had adventurers at three. The USA, Sweden, Netherlands and Italy, each two events. Canada, Austria, Denmark, Germany, Norway and Poland, one. Locally, we had adventurers at 31 events in Victoria, (coughs) in New South Wales, (coughs) in Queensland, South Australia had 12, WA had 11, there was four on the North Island, ACT and Tassie had three, and two on the South Island. Now, the largest frond, there were nine adventurers at two separate events this week. At Fodder Forest, there was Lyndall Murray, Simon Mackley, Leonie Butler, Lisa Atkinson, Irene and Path Bomber Canty, Rhonda and Ian Garvin, and Belinda Taylor. Meanwhile, out at Glenoma, We had Roger and Barbara Luther, Erica Liotta, Ian and Catherine Greenstreet, Gemma and Neil Kiaski, and Pauline and Russell Taylor. Yeah, so some big events there, Mel. And, um, yeah, thank you to the uh, quiet tip-off to ensure that we were reporting all of the states and territories uh, in the Consolidated (laughs) Club report this week. Um, Remiss of me to let a certain omission go by last week. Curses. But needless to say, the second consecutive week with the uh, <laughs> having the most Adventurers Club members at different events. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. this. Mm. Mm. Yeah, funny that. anyway, yeah. moving swiftly on, in uh, <laughs> this week around the world, as mentioned last week by our um, birthday boy, there is two special days occurring. So one of them, again, today, out in Denmark, Constitution Day. 
I did look up how many events there are in Denmark, Ollie. They have nine, of which six have declared that they are running today for their special day. Mm. And then tomorrow, on June the 6th, Sweden is celebrating their Swedish National Day. They have 11 events in Sweden and also six have declared that they will be running. So we will have adventurers joining those. I've already seen the photos on Facebook today. We know we've got a swather over there in Denmark. That's right. Tis the season, that's for sure, to be park running in Europe. They're living the life, aren't they? Yes. But, Mel, it's also the season and and we we did recap last week, so I won't attempt to read them all out again this week uh, for our longest runs to be kicking off. And we have a series of longest runs happening this Sunday, being the 11th of June. But I missed one. Yes. I missed the Victorian event. I missed Melbourne North. Well, I think it's understandable because on contemplation, Mm. (laughs) we do have two events in Victoria with North in the title. So we've got Melbourne North and we've got North East, which is more Victoria, North East Victoria. So I think, uh, hey, Billo, I think we might need to reconsider the name next year for that uh, event of yours up on the border. (laughs) For these confused out-of-towners like myself, uh, well, I I trust it's going to be a fantastic day. Wish I could come and experience it all, but uh, all the best to everyone embarking on a longest run this weekend. And if you haven't already, look up your longest runs on Facebook, either through the Longest Run Australia page or the different events for those different longest run groups happening. Might just throw in too that uh, Melbourne North event starts at Warringal, so... Yeah, well, I suppose, speaking of this coming weekend, Mel, any plans? I've got my visitors this week, Ollie, my Toowoomba visitors, but <laughs> I'm not saying where I'm going. <laughs> I don't okay. Know. I don't know. I, I don't know where I'm going. Bit of mystery. Okay, easy. You'll have to wait. Tune in next week. It's a cliffhanger. That's right. <laughs> well, let me balance that out and say I will be run directing for the ninth birthday of Shell Harbour Park Run this <gasps> weekend. It's your birthday. That's right. That's right. So we're having a cat theme. So I'm looking to wear my my cheetah ears and as much leopard print as possible. Mm, Cat. Yes. Okay. Oh, Mm. nine lives. Yeah, there we go. Clever. Mm. Yes. So, yeah, that will be me. So the largest from next week, we know where that will be. (laughs) 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 All the uh, favourites will be flocking home. Yeah, let's hope. But, uh, well, we can also hear more about that next week. But that's all that I can think of that's that's coming up this weekend, Mel. So, um, hey, before you finish, Ollie, mm. something just occurred to me, and it was oh, just yeah? when I said about uh, the Shell Harbour faithful flocking home. Mm. Was there or was there not Shell Harbour people in South Australia at Cooper Pedy? Aha, there were indeed. Yes, it just occurred to me. Somebody. From the mothership didn't come to Dazza's. Oh, oh, yes. Well, maybe the reception's a bit dodgy there. (laughs) Well, well, those people in Birdsville made it to (laughs) Dazza's. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All the coffee's just better in Cooper Pedy than at Dazza's. 
Hmm. But mm. yes, there were some visitors to Cooper Pedy. That's right. Oh, well, there you go. Anyway. Who I bumped into at Sydney Airport on Thursday morning. So yeah, the people you bump into. But um, yes, I'm sure we'll hear from our um, from our mothership adventurers very, very soon. That brings us to the end of another episode. If you listen to the first for the first time, then I hope you stuck with us. <laughs> you uh, give us another go next week. But as always, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com. That's it for another week, and we'll see you all next week for more adventures. Okay, I'm here with a gentleman who's travelled quite far away. Where are you from, sir, and what's your name? Louis Bravos from Bakersfield, California. Fantastic. That's uh, quite a trip. So you've come out here for a, uh, a special event in WA, have you? The Total Solar Eclipse in Exmouth. Oh, fantastic. Well, that sounds like quite a, a fun thing to do, and you thought you'd uh, pop along to UWA Park Run just for something to fill in the time? Family's here. Ah, well, that helps. They dragged you along. I wanted to be here. This is this is great. This is as, almost as good as the eclipse. Is this your first park run? I run park run at Bixby Park Run in Palo Alto, California. Oh, fantastic! Oh, oh we've had a had a catastrophe. The food bowl has dropped. I repeat, the food bowl has dropped. That's okay. We've picked it up. Oh, so you might know of running to uh, Jeff Glab over in Bixby? No, is that where he is? Ever heard of him? Well, since I since I go. I'm the longest distance participant at Bixby because I come all the way from Bakersfield. So I don't know the names over there. Is that a bit of a drive? Please forgive my ignorance. It's uh, almost half as much as driving from here to Exmouth. Oh, okay, yeah, so not a short drive. Okay. Well, look, thank you so much for coming to, uh, to UWA today and I hope to see you at the listener meetup afterwards. This is an amazing park run. Hope to come back. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs>